You see? 60 minutes, people, 60 minutes. All right, and we use those things, and it's fun. But next week will be our week. You can wear uh, the jersey that's your favorite team, and you all know your first lady is a Raider fan. <laughs> Brother DJ, are you finished with your season? Yeah, that's a lot of work that he does over there. And it's more than winning football games. And, and sometimes God puts you in a place and for a minute to learn something, maybe he'll move him to someplace else. But he puts you in a place for you to learn. And, and uh, you got to know when it's a reason, season, lifetime. That's right. But we're proud of what you've done for those young men over there. Give right. see uh, that's what we like to see all right we've been talking about uh, parables and how Jesus used parables to help us to get a better understanding of life and life's issues and life situations and I, I love reading his parables you know I, there's a book that I have at home that it's got each one of his healings and all this and it's, it's one that just has his parables but his parables to me he was a master teacher he was a master teacher, and he would uh, teach in a way that uh, people could get, is what I like, life lessons from those parables. But the, you know, and so, and because it, it doesn't make any sense uh, if you're teaching people over their head. Right. Am I, does that make sense what I'm saying? And so sometimes people get, they get the teaching, and it goes right over people's head because they're not where they're at. Even though he was uh, uh, great wisdom, great knowledge, great foresight and insight, he was not ashamed. Uh, he was humble enough to come down to the level of the people that was around him to teach them in a way that they could get an understanding. That's right. Does that make sense? That's right. And I tell people, it doesn't matter. I've done, done this once. I read through the Bible uh, because I just wanted to read through the Bible uh, uh, so I could I don't know what reason. So I could tell everyone that, oh, I read all the way through the Bible. I will never do that again. You know, see, I'll read through the New Testament again because that's what affects my life, you know. And some of the things, of course, in the Old Testament, you should read it if you want to read it. Some of the, test, uh, uh, the things in the Old Testament are testimonies for things that are to come in the New Testament. But you, we need to know the New Testament and so do we know how we're supposed to live today. That's right. And there's nobody any better than Jesus, Master Jesus, the master teacher, through his parables to teach us how to have, live life and have life lessons. And then he brought, of course, Paul in, uh, the Apostle Paul, to come and help us with the church. Because Paul really wrote to church members. You're not outside, people outside the church, but church members. He wrote to churches. And so what we want to do here is and we've had a tough week. It's been a tough week in, in this house. Uh, I'm talking about right here of people that's had things going on up to last night, matter of fact. And so uh, we want to be able to have what it takes to make it when other folks can't make it. That's right. That's right. You see, we want to know that the God we serve will help us to get through things that we couldn't imagine we could get through. There's no way, there's no place in the Bible where it says everything's going to be all right all the time. It ain't in there. That's right. There are places in here where it tells you 
that you can survive and, and, and you can become victorious over situations and circumstances that will come up in your life, right? So for people, once you, see, the reason that, that, that I started teaching the way I started teaching, I came out of a church once you got saved, and, uh, and it was more for school. Once you got saved, my big thing was, what next? You see, how to live your life. You see, and that's, that was going to be my ministry and the platform that I would use uh, as the ministers. Not everybody's, I'm talking about the platform here, Christ Entrepreneur. Uh, you have to be ready for anything that's going to come up in your life. And you remember, we talked about that last week, right? You see, you got to, you got to, you, you can't just read it and let it go in. My mother used to say, don't let it go in one ear and come out the other. Right. Some of you old folks know what I'm talking about. Right. You see, it needs to get stuck in there in the middle there somewhere. That's right. And so what we wanted to, and I'm telling you, and how many times have you all heard Pastor Phil say that if you haven't had trouble in your life, you keep living? Because right. trouble's going to find you. That's right. And there'll be some difficult times in your life. I don't care who you are. There's going to be some difficult times in your life. Uh, and, and you're just going to have to experience those difficult times, but there's a way that you handle them. Christians are to handle theirs in a way that the, that the world can see how we deal with things, and that will draw them to Christ. That's right. It's like this here. If a person was sick with something that you had, the first, and they see you healthy, what is the first thing they're going to ask you? What did you do? That's right. Right? right. What did you do to get over that? Well, situations comes up in our lives, and, and people see us victorious, then they asked us, how did you get over that? And then we can be a witness to Christ. And we'll do that later on down in the uh, message if we get down there that far. So we want to talk about where that word has to really be. Where does it take? You see, some people have a mind-deep religion. That's just as far as it goes. They got, they can, they've read it. They've studied it, but it didn't get any further than here. That's, it's called a mind-deep religion. Does that make sense? That's right. You remember I used uh, marriage a lot. Some people, remember, some people get married, right? But they're not husband and wives. You see? Some people get married and they're husbands and wives, but they're not uh, kingdom husband and wives, right? So we have to keep moving forward, and we have to keep growing See, some people are saved, and that's it. They don't grow from that. You understand? So, yeah, you can be saved and still not be a strong Christian. That's right. That's right. Yeah, see? Yeah, and then there are churchgoers. There are people sitting in churches that are not even saved, right? There, and then there are people that are in church that are saved and are filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, and that is a, the Holy Spirit's like the dessert, man. That's good because, I mean, it's, it's the power that Jesus Christ left for us to be able uh, for him to use us and for us to use him to get over the things that life throws at us. That's right. That's right. Does that make sense? That's right. Because life is going to throw things at us, and we need to be ready to deal with those things. And I tell you what I do. This is me. What I do is I talk to the Holy Spirit. I literally talk to the Holy Spirit. And the reason I do that, uh, I think Jesus told me through the scriptures that he would not leave me comfortless, 
But and the, he'd pray to the Father, and the Father would send the Holy Spirit. So I'm taking him at his word. Taking him at his word. You know, so he wouldn't have sent us this if we wouldn't go need it. So he's already told us that we're going to need the Holy Spirit, right? To help us or to empower us to be able to deal with life. You understand what I'm saying? With life, you see. It, it's, it's strange for some of us who have been through some sicknesses and, and diseases and, and we've had uh, chemo and people folks have dealt with diabetes and high blood pressure. They'll tell you, that stuff ain't no joke, you see. But you, you can smile when you have the spirit because you know that, as the old folks say, this ain't nothing but a step for a climber. That's right. You see? You understand? And so we hear, uh, we hear, we have the, the book. And so sometimes if you promise me, if you tell me something, I'm really literally mean this, if you tell me something, I'm going to take you at your word. You see? Right. And then if I find out your word ain't about nothing, then, and you ain't about nothing, then don't talk to me no more about anything. You know what I'm saying? But if, but if, if it works every time, this works every time. Every promise that God ever made works. It works, people. It works. And so in here, no matter what your situation is, no matter what you're going through, what you've been through, what you're going to go through, the answer is in here. You see? And, and it's a blessing, not because I'm standing here, it is a blessing that God sends us messengers. You see, he sends us messengers to help us to grow spiritually. You see? And, uh, and that's what I am doing right now is being your messenger. I'm only a messenger. And I tell people, now, don't throw no stones at the messenger. I'm only the messenger. So sometimes you ever come to church and Pastor Fields gives a message and it upsets you? You remember, I tell people all the time now, if it upsets you, that means you're dealing with something in your life that you got to face. That's right. That's right. You see? Because it upset me before it upsets you. You see? And so, and then sometimes people, I tell people, I think the last church I was speaking, and I said, now, I'm going to give a message, and I said, there ain't going to be two types of people uh, that's going to be upset. The devil and those got the devil in them. You see, and so it made it very clear that we're not going to get upset at the messenger. Satan wants us to get upset at the messenger, and we, get, we put too much focus on the messenger, we forget the message. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? So we want to talk today about, we're going to come from Proverbs 4 and 21 and 23. Would you read it for me, brother? Yes, first I'm going to read it from the Passion. And it says, to fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Where at? Deep into your spirit. See, this is a spiritual walk. You can't fight a uh, life with a mental. You'll fall apart. That's right. You, you, you can't fight with a mind-deep religion. That ain't going to work. You see, it's got to be deeper than that. That's right. It's got to be in your spirit. And this is where a lot of people get caught up at. They think they have a mind-deep religion, and a mind-deep religion will not work. We are spiritual people, and we must get the Word of God and put Him in our spirit. Even the Bible tells us 
when we worship God. God is a spirit, and we must worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. So he's letting us know that it is the spirit is the very core of the human being that he's interested in. That's right. You That's see, right. I'd fall apart over some of the, I would have fell apart over some of the things that I went through physically if I was dependent on what I knew mentally. But it was the spirit of the Holy And see, listen to me. The spirit, the Holy Spirit, that's the big one, it ministers to your spirit. That's the little one, that's right. you see? And so when the Holy Spirit ministered to my, my spirit, there's where the power came from. There's where the power came from for me to deal with life's issues. You see, unfortunately, people don't understand it sometimes uh, that pastors go through the same thing that you go through. That's right. The only difference between me and you is God has given me the, the anointing to come up here and to be his messenger. You see, Satan knocks at my door just like he knocks at your door. Sickness comes to my life just like he comes to your life. You see, all of these things, but, but there's a way out. You see, you know, sometimes all hell breaks loose, right? But there's a way out of hell. You see, and the Holy Spirit will minister your spirit and give you a way out. Yeah, he will. Sometimes you feel like you're just consumed with life. You ever feel like you're consumed yes, with life and life's issues? Well, uh, the Holy Spirit, you need to let God's word, if God's word is deep in your spirit, it will help your thoughts. That's right. That's right. It will take, yet, no, I can't to yes, I can. You see, it, 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 when, I don't know how I'm going to make it to I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's right. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. And it comes from his word, you see. And we need that. And I try to tell you all, I promise you it works. You see me. You see, my life ain't been that easy, folks. You cancer survivors will tell you that stuff is, is no, it ain't that easy because the, your body and the doctors try to tell you every three months to come in and see where you at. Come on. You see? And then... Uh, Mine just was every three months, I think, starting last month. Now it's every three months. It was every month. So here you, you go through that, and if you don't have uh, uh, the word deep in your spirit, your thoughts will go haywire. You know, because somebody, there's always say, somebody say, well, I had an uncle that had what you had, but you look a little stronger. You're not crazy people, all right? That's right. That's right. And, and if you get caught up into that kind of stuff, then it will, it, will, it will consume you and confuse you of who God is. Are y'all with me this morning? All right. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health to right. the very core of your being. I love that. It will, not only it will, it will help you in, in your health and the very core of your being, this word of God will help you spiritually, physically, emotionally, that's your being, your very being. That's right. That's right. And he oh. says, but you got to, you got, to, that's what the word of God. If you want a healthy life, only God gives you a healthy life. You only have a healthy life through the Holy Spirit giving you a healthy life. Yes, uh, uh, it's an irradiant thing, you know, when some people can just smile and they feel great all the time and you think they playing. They ain't playing. They're living a healthy life because they're, they're living with the promises of God. That's right. They're That's allowing right. their thoughts are on God and not their situation and not their circumstance, right? If, I mean, I, I say it, and I'm wrong for saying it if, sometimes, talking about all the things that's going on in the United States of America. 
even at our worst, we're better than every other country in the world. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you see? And then we ain't got to be a part of some of that craziness that's going on out there. That's right. You see? But, uh, uh, but I'm wrapped up. I want to get healthier. I was telling Sister Gwen this uh, last night. I said, we need to get deeper. We want to get deeper and, uh, uh, in the Word. And we're going to get deeper in the Word. So we're at the age now where we need more help. That's right. To stay healthier. You see, you know, I'm careful now, Sister Tamika, what, what I eat now. You see, you know, I can eat, used to eat a plate of food. My, my body can't digest it. Yeah, I got it, about half of it now. And I just look and stare at the other half. <laughs> you, see? you see, so Sister Gwen, Sister Gwen will tell you, no, yeah, if the Bible helps us physically, mentally, spiritually, it's going to keep us healthy, right? That's right. So y'all want to know my secret? I got a smaller plate. There you go. Isn't that right? That's right. Gwen looked at me, I got one of them small plates. I used to have one of them bigger plates and put more food on it. So I just got a smaller plate. And, what, and now when I eat everything out of that plate, I'm just as full from the smaller plate as I would when I was eating out of the, the bigger plate. Because it's a mind thing, you see? So that's why, uh, you know, and now I feel better. You see, I, I feel better because, wait a minute now, the Holy Spirit, where did I get that information from? I got, my doctor didn't tell me that. Sister Gwen didn't tell me that. But the Holy Spirit revealed to me, if you want to be healthier, you're going to, we eat healthier anyway, but you're going to have to eat less because at your age, I hate saying that, but at your age now, your organs are not like they were when you were 30 and 40 years old. That's right. That's right. You see? So full now is the small plate, right? Not the big plate. Are y'all with me? You have to drink more water now. There are things that you have to do because the Holy Spirit, I'm telling y'all, this works. The Holy Spirit will help you in every aspect of your life. That's right. You see? Every aspect of your life. I told, you see, I'm like, Almost, I'm, I don't know if I'm going backwards. You know, Gwen, I'm like, if she ain't around, I panic. She's like, she's got another child. Just, and she, and you know, Gwen loves being mother. She was, it was sad for her. Listen to what I'm coming from. I'm coming from where it is. It was sad for her. She just felt bad when all the kids got grown around. And so I'm helping her out. She's got another kid to take care of, you see. Y'all with me? Y'all laughing, but I'm for real about that. So what, we're, so what we're doing is we're trying to be healthy. We want healthy relationships, right? With our family, right? The people around us, right? In our body, right? And so the word of God, I'm telling you, the word of God, if you impart the truth, the word of God in your life, he will make you healthy because the Holy Spirit will never tell you to do anything that's not healthy for you. That's right. That's right. All right. And if you're not, a, and if you're not sure if you have the Holy Spirit, I keep telling y'all, if you're not afraid, you can come up on a Sunday morning uh, uh, when Isaac is up in the Bible said, lay hands on him. That's right. And that's, say, no, don't be ashamed about in line to... I'm not sure. And they'll pray for you that the Holy Spirit come in your life because that's your power. That's where your power is, okay? It's in the Word. That's right. It's in the Word, all right? Are you with me? Okay. Pastor, here's the key to it, though. So in verse 23, it says, So above all, 
Guard the affections of your heart. Now, that's what I wanted to get through, too. you got to guard the affections of your heart. The reason the Bible tells us to guard the affections of our heart is it needs room. You don't need to be putting stuff in your heart that's going to take up space. You see? You don't want it to take up space. You see? I, uh, it sounds crazy, but you've got God first, spouses next, of course, children next, of course, and your friends and family next. But only those that God has put there. That's right. There's one thing that I don't like to do in weddings. There's a part in weddings. I think we took it out of ours. I don't think it's in ours, our vows. Uh, let, that, let that that God has put together, let no man asunder. You better be sure God's put it together. That's right. Because if God has put it together, no man can asunder. That's right. Are y'all with me? It's got to be in everything. I try to set everything up so that you are ready to deal with life and enjoy your life. And you cannot enjoy your life if you're living with a mind-deep religion. It has to be down into your, in your spirit and in your heart. Do you, in your, truly in your heart, where all your affections are, do you love God? Is he in your heart or is it, do you have a mind-deep religion? Mm. You see, if he's in your heart, you're going to live a better life because you don't want to break his heart. You see, I want my heart right. I want God to have a place in my heart. That's right. That's right. Because watch, I put the word in my heart. Yes. All right, here we go. And in my spirit. You better hear me. All right. Again, Pastor, we're told to guard the affections of our heart. It says because they affect all that you are. It, it affects what? All that you are. You got to guard it. It's going to, what you put in your heart is going to affect all that you are. I've seen people, great people, good people, didn't guard their heart and let the wrong stuff get in there That's right. and it messed up their life. That's right. You see, one of the things that uh, I was at yesterday at a flag football, God bless us, for my uh, six, oh six, seven-year-old grandchild, you see, and... Uh, I looked at all the, I mean, this place is packed. They got football fields over and in some are flags and some are, but then we came down 35th and whatever it is out there in Olathe, and the soccer fields were full. And I would like to just ask those people, and I know my family's doing good, ask those people, you're trying to find where your sons and daughters fit as an athlete, but are you teaching them how to guard their hearts, because that's the thing that's going to determine where their life's going to end up. That's, right. that's the main thing. There's nothing wrong with sports. Sports is good. But are you determined to teach your children and your grandchildren, as an example, where their heart ought to be? Teach. Are you more concerned? Are they going to be in soccer, basketball, football? That stuff is just it's good. That's not what's going to take them through life. There's a many, we see it all the time, a many a young man and a many a young woman, they didn't fail on the ball court. They didn't fall on the field. They fell in life because their heart didn't have what it took to sustain the things that life was going to throw at them. 
Are you with me? Am I making sense? That's right. That's right. That's what we do over here. That's right. God first. Right? That's right. God first. We ask God to guide us and lead us and guide us and fill our, our hearts and guard us and gives us the power to guard our hearts and our affections and our hearts. We don't want, have you ever, my worst nightmare, I have some beautiful granddaughters, and, uh, I mean, gorgeous granddaughters, and I pray all the time that they make the right decision in their hearts, that they get the right partners. That's right. That is more important to me than anything, that they get the right people. Because I've seen some beautiful young ladies that were doing very good and stepped into that other arena, high school and college, and lose their way because they didn't guard their heart. You see? And the reason that they didn't guard their heart is because the parent taught them everything but that. You understand? You see? Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Say, I ain't going to get mad at you, Pastor. How many lives have you messed up? You, how many people messed up yours because you put the wrong person in your heart or you was the wrong person for somebody else's heart? Well. We need to start getting for real and get it so that we, this country's not godless, it's lawless. That's right. You see? And you know, we got to, we got to do something better. Just don't let me get on that. Just please hurry. Come on. Well, Pastor, what you're saying, the scripture says, Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. What? You're, you're where? Your innermost it's being. It's in here is where life is. You got to pay attention to what you have in here. That's right. You see, do you have something in here? Because if you don't have it in here, you're not going to make it. That's right. You will, I, I'm telling you, if you don't have it in your spirit, if you don't have it in that inner woman, if you don't have it in that inner man, you will not make it. That's right. Do you understand? You can even take that into sports. You can sports. It's who's, we used to call it, who's got the most gutted out, gutted out. That's track. Come on, gutted out, gutted out. You see, you got to have something in here. Because pretty soon, you're tired. Sometimes it's going to hurt. And it's not the one that knows the most. It's the one that has the most in here. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, one of these things, we use parables all the time. I was using uh, the chiefs uh, last week. This is a good thing for everybody to see. You see, they should win today. What, how much heart you got? That's right. Because now you're getting tested now. That's right. That's right. Because, see, everybody's talking bad about you now. You see? Oh, you make too much money. Come on. You in too many commercials. Come on. You see, you understand? And you get caught up into all that stuff and you'll forget who you were That's right. and who you are. That's right. You see, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You see, you, something gets wrong with you. I don't, now ladies, don't get mad. You see, you're beautiful, right? Yeah. Now, ain't nothing wrong with getting a little stuff done to you, but you don't need a whole, <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't need a whole thing, you know. You see, Sister Gwen and I talk about that all the time. She says, I might get a little bit of stuff done. I said, I tell her, don't get so much done, I don't know who you are. <laughs> when you walk in here. What you see, you see. But one thing about her, she feels good about herself. So no matter what she does, she's good. That's right. That's you right. see. But, but if you think 
that's just going to make you good and you have nothing else, you're in trouble already. Are y'all with me? All right, so we are different people to Christ Temple North. That's right. Come on, Christ Temple North. We are different people over here. We, we, we're trying to be the elite. You know, we're trying to be the mature. You know, see, we're not churchgoers over here. We, we listen to the lesson, and we're ready to go to war. Remember, fight or flight. That's right. We are fighters over here. But no matter what goes on, we don't fight. We fight. That's right. Because the gospel promised us if we fight, we'll win the victory. That's right. we have, why would Satan be called an enemy if he wasn't going to fight us? You see? But we have the power over him if you have something in your spirit. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? He will challenge your mind. You see? He'll even challenge your heart. But if your spirit is strong and powerful, your spirit will take control over your heart and your thoughts, and you'll be victorious. I promise you that. That's right. That's right. All right? Now from the voice, verse 21 says, keep them before you. He's talking about his words. Meditate on them. Do what? Meditate on them. We got to meditate on them. People, that's why I said, is I read through the Bible and I did that whole year thing. When you read through it, you ain't got time to meditate on it. You remember I told you all to read the Gospel of John. That's what we're doing, right? And I said, if you read it in a week, you, you went too fast. It ought to take you a month. Because reading and meditating on the word are two different things. That's right. you, That's some right. people said, I've read the Bible, but have you studied it and meditated on it? If you study it and meditate on it, the Holy Spirit will reveal things to you that you never, ever thought that would affect you in your life. Yes, That's it right. will. That's right. Okay? Then, Pastor, we're told to set them safely in our hearts. Put them in a safe place in your heart, you see? Now, we hear it all the time, I've been brokenhearted. So-and-so broke my heart. Come on, say amen to that. Amen. You see, we talk about people. Let me tell you, if somebody's broken your heart, you didn't put it in a safe place. That's right. Oh, I'm going to come over here. Maybe That's I'll right. get a little bit If somebody broke your heart, you didn't put it in a safe place. That's right. It yeah, right. So if you've guarded it and put your heart in a safe place, it wouldn't be broken. That's right. And that safe place, it's like a safe. Thank you. It's like a safe. You know, when you put a safe, you, you put money in them, stuff in the safe, right? Because it's a value. Your heart only should have things of value. And when you put things of value in your heart, then you lock it up, you put it in that safe place because then nobody can break in right. and steal it or, or injure it in any kind of way. Say amen to that. You see, that's what we're going to do. That's what it's about. It ain't about talking about being a Christian. It's, it's about walking like a Christian on the walk. Right. Christian means Christ-like. Are you with me? Yeah. All right. We're told in verse 22 that for those who discover them, they are life. They it's, bring wholeness and healing to their bodies. It brings, and I wanted to make sure that we got this. They bring wholeness and healing to their bodies. Yeah. That's right. You want to be a whole woman. You want to be a whole man. Amen. Wholeness. The only way you can do that is through God's word. God's word will cause you to be just whole. When your wholeness is in you, you won't make mistakes. When you feel good about yourself, you know you can, listen to me, you can get a good meal and not need dessert. That's right. That's right. You see, that's just the one. 
but you can have a good meal and not need dessert, right? Well, here's what I tell people. When you got God's word, you see, and you filled with God's word, you don't need all that other stuff. That's right. Are you with me? I want to be full of his word, full of his promises, you see? And I get dessert because I get to live a quality and quantity life. That's right. You see what I'm saying? All right. But church, verse 23 is the key. It says, above all else, watch over your heart. Again, it said, I want you to understand it. Above all else, do what? Watch over your watch heart. Watch over your heart. I'm trying to tell you this morning, guard your heart. Watch over your heart. Don't get caught up into all this craziness that's going on. There are people falling out over, what's this, uh, COVID-19. Right? I'm not going to lose a friend over COVID-19. That's right. You see, if you, and I mean, yes, families are falling out. If you don't want to take a shot, don't get the shot. Let every man be persuaded of his own mind. That's right. I do, but you're not going to convince me what's good and bad for me. I'm not going to try to convince you. And I told a member, I said, the, the mask thing is simple. That's just inconvenience. Yeah. We inconvenience about a lot of other things than wearing a mask, right? right. So, right. Uh, but I'm not going to allow somebody to come in. And I'm going to watch over it. I'm not going to fall out and lose someone that I love over some foolishness. That's right. You That's see right. what I'm saying? Not even this country. I love being an American. We're African-Americans now, you see. I don't know if white folks call themselves just Americans, I guess. But we're, we're, we're American. What do you call yourself? White folks. Caucasian. We're Caucasian. That's how it is. Ain't that? We, <laughs> that's it. You know, I can't, I can't speak for him. He can't speak for me. <laughs> but we living good, ain't we? We living good. Yeah, nice bow tie. It, it's Caucasian yeah. is the real word. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but we white folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and we happy, and we and look in here, you know. We have a lot of people not here, but that's where we live. That's right. Different here, the same here. Yeah. All right? All right. So again, watch over your heart. <clears throat> Diligently guard it. D Diligently guard it. Guard your heart. Mm -hmm. Pastors talking to all of you. Mm -hmm. Guard your heart. That's right. Guard your heart. Come on, people. Guard your heart. You see? There are people, let me tell you, do not let your past life come in and disturb your new life. Guard your heart and do not let those old feelings of your yesterday, you're a new creature in Christ now, do not let them old feelings come in. Guard your heart so that you don't get caught up into that. That's right. You see, you'll be mad at folks that's dead. Oh, yes, you know what I'm talking about. That's right. All right. That's why it says diligently, Pastor. Mm -hmm. It's not just one and done. It's all the time. Guard your heart. It says, because from a sincere and pure heart come the good and noble things of life. From what? A good and pure heart comes the noble things of life. Yes. Now, now listen to this. I, I, want, I want you to read this like a poet. Just what you read. Started with the voice. Listen to that. Keep them before you. 
Meditate on them. Set them safely in your heart. For those who discover them, they are life. They bring wholeness and healing to their bodies. Above all else, watch over your heart. Diligently guard it, because from a sincere and pure heart come the good and noble things of life. Amen. That's what we're talking about in here. That, that's, that's, that is, and then guess what? And then, and then we'll skip a lot, you, you, you'll follow me. And then you can be a superstar. That's right. Then God can use you as the light. There are people who need the light. The light to follow someone mm -hmm. until they can go on their own. Yeah. And see, a lot of times, uh, uh, you know, you don't put your, the Bible says you don't put your light under, under, under a basket or up under the bed and hide it. You don't do that. You know, you want that light to shine. Mm -hmm. you, want to, you want to shine so that other people can see what it looks like to be a Christian. That's right. You see, now one thing about it is, as a Christian, you don't get a choice to say, I don't want to be a role model. Yes, sir. As a Christian, I'm telling you, you don't get a chance. You are a role model. That's right. When you put the Christian uniform on, you are a role model. That's right. Because other people are going to see your lifestyle. People come to Christ because they see how you live. And then they want to be a part of that. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right. And you can start wherever you think you need to go. So we're going to be in Mark chapter 4, verse tw uh, 22. It says, For nothing is hidden except to be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that it would come to light. That is, things are only hidden temporarily. And one thing about it is, you, and I'm going another way with this, because we talked about the hard thing. You can talk that thing, but when something comes up, I tell people, you have to go to that graveyard. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When somebody's unfair, when you have to, yeah, Lordy, when you have to deal with, uh, uh, go to the hospital and get those major operations and all that stuff, folks will know who you are. That's right. You'll know who you are. You see, you have to have something. And somebody's got their eye on you to see how you're going to handle that. And they really want to say, oh, I thought he was a Christian. I thought she was a Christian. I'm not talking about crying and grieving. I'm talking about falling apart. That's just two different things. Oh, I'm sick. I don't know what I'm going to do and how I'm going to make it. No, you're going to go to the doctor and do the medication and whatever you got to do, they, they do it. That's and, right. And, and you keep moving. That's right. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, I, I, um, when uh, I was doing chemo, some of uh, one of Gwen's friends said, did you go to the hospital with John? John, John, John? No, I said, no. Why would I want Gwen sitting there, me sitting up there three hours with a needle in there, Nothing hurting me. I had my little computers that she set for me so I could read. Had my phone there and was doing everything that I do at home. The only difference between I wasn't in my room, I was in my home. You understand what I'm saying? And I was going right on along with getting you all messages so when Sunday came, I could get in the pulpit and do the messages. I was supposed to do the messages. I didn't need a babysitter. I need to read the gospel, get the message together, and keep moving. That's what you have to do. That's how you do it. That's how I promise you, trouble will find you. But we're these people. We're these people. You see? We have it in our heart, and we have it in our spirit. 
You see, let me tell you something. I think I can't think of his name, uh, Brother DJ. I'll holler it out in a minute. Uh, the basketball player that, uh, excuse me, coach that died with cancer when he done his speech. Thank you. And when he done his speech, he says, cancer can touch my body. Yes. Said it can touch my body, it may even take my life, but it cannot touch my soul and it cannot touch my spirit. That's right. That's right. You see, that's what it takes. That's right. That's, and, and he passed away with it, but he, he made sure he got what he had to get done, done. That's right. Come on, folks. You can't, I don't want anyone to come out of this church and not be prepared to deal with what they need to be prepared for. That's why we do these. This is God's word telling us who we are. Supposed to be. That's right. All right. Again, that's our light on a lampstand, Pastor, not okay. under a basket. All right. And so the scripture goes on to say that until the appropriate time comes for them to be known, if anyone here has ears to hear, let them hear and heed my words. So, so the whole key to it is, he says, you got to hear, but heed the words. Yeah. That's right. Because see, a lot of people hear. But when things come up, they fall apart because they didn't put the words in their spirit and they didn't put them in their heart. You see, we got to know that. We got to live that. And let's start at 25. Well, let's go ahead because I can work at 24 and get it done. Then he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. That's what it is. Don't come to church looking all around who's here and who's sitting with who and who's doing what with who. Pay attention to what you hear. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I ain't got time to worry about so and so and so and so. I hear all of this stuff, and now we're good here, pretty good, because we don't. I don't get calls with foolishness, you know, because if you're hearing what somebody else is doing, then that means you ain't hearing me. So don't call me and tell me that. I'm saying, well, you ain't been listening to me. That's right. Because if you was listening to me, you wouldn't have heard them. That's right. You see. I hate to say it, the greatest influence in your life ought to be the Word of God taught by the Holy Spirit and received by your spirit under, yes, the authority of the Holy Spirit. That's right. That's right. All right, here we go. And it says, we're told to understand the measurement, that is, to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom. And godly wisdom is what I need in my life. You see, godly wisdom. I need godly wisdom. Knowledge takes you so far and then you start guessing. But I need godly wisdom. You see? All right. I'm going to go back and reread that. Okay. Because you just talked about how listening to to somebody else versus your own, right? So the Bible says, pay attention to what you hear by your own standard of measurement. Whoa. That is, to the extent that your study spiritual truth, and that you apply godly wisdom. See, the Holy Spirit was going to do, no, get out of yourself. Get out of here. Allow the Holy Spirit to give you some godly wisdom, and you can't make a mistake. That's right. Yeah. Remember, I told you all, God, there's only two things God can't do is lie and fail. And you have the Holy Spirit? You got the Holy Spirit? then there ought to be two things you can't do is lie and fail. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Then it says it will be measured to you, and you will be given even greater ability to respond 
And more will be given to you besides. And because you've taken care of what God has given you in his word and you've processed it in your spirit, he gives you more. You ought to be greedy about it. Give me more. That's right. That's right. You see, winners want to keep winning. Winning, want, winning wants more. They get, I mean, they're greedy. They want to win all the time. They don't never want to lose. That's right. They want more. We ought to be that. I want more. Give me more. The Holy Spirit, give me more wisdom. Give me not more knowledge. Give me a greater understanding. Give me more. That's because right. anything that doesn't have, is, doesn't want more is dead because it's not growing. You see, I imagine I'm the oldest person in here and I'm still growing. Still growing. I want more. I want more. I want to grow more. All right? Pastor, here's the key, verse 25. For whoever has a teachable heart. Well, Jesus. You got to have a teachable heart. Well, Jesus. Some people are not teachable. Come on, coaches in here, if you ever coach. Some people ain't coachable. They come out, but they ain't coachable. And you want you want to look, you want to say, son, you ought to go to study hall. Come on. That's right. Uh, you probably need to get in the school choir because you ain't teachable over here. Some people in church, they're not teachable. You got to be teachable. That's right. Okay. Then to him, more understanding will be given. But those that are teachable, mm-hmm. keep going. And whoever does not have a yearning for truth even what he has will be taken away. Sooner or later, what you got won't help you because trouble will surpass the knowledge that you have. That's right. You need to be at another level. Do you know Satan goes at levels? The devil goes at levels. We need to grow at levels. That's right. That's you right. see, it doesn't matter how big the devils come because as I grow, I get bigger than him. That's I stay right. ahead of him because I'm teachable. Okay. All right. Passion says it this way. For those who listen with open hearts. That's, again, we're talking about what? Your heart. Your heart. I hope you all wake up in the middle of the night hearing pastors say, guard your heart, guard your heart, guard your heart. Listen to you. Yes. When you get ready to act a fool, Come on. guard your heart. That's right. And if you guard your heart, your mouth will be safe. When you guard your heart, your mouth will be safe. That's right. You see? You see, she or he won't have to say, did you really mean that? Because what's coming out of your mouth is usually what's in your heart. That's right. So you need to guard your heart. It'll take care of your mouth. Come on. You see? All right. Again, for those who listen with open hearts will receive more revelation. But those who don't listen with open hearts will lose what little they think they have. And listen, let me tell you a little secret. For those who listen with an open heart will see more revelations. Sometimes, look at, look at me. Ask God to give you spiritual revelations. Amen. The Holy Spirit will give you a spiritual revelation. Now listen to me. The Bible says, when Jesus says, I would not leave you comfortless. This is his words. But the Father will send the Holy Spirit in my name. 
And he will bring back, yes, he will comfort you and bring back what I have taught you. And then he said the key word, and show you things to come. That's right. That means he will give you spiritual revelations of things to come and you won't get caught up into something that you weren't prepared for. Right. I'm going to stop right there. Is that, is that right? All right? All right. All right. God is good. His Isaacs are making their way up. Come on. Give God a hand clap. Get happy in here. All right. And I am so proud of some of the people in here that are going through some situations and circumstances that they are. Sister Kim, I'm just so proud of you. Uh, lost her mother and, and is, you know, she's made her transition and is going to uh, get her ceremony on Friday. I think it's Friday. Proud of the way you've handled yourself. Proud of the way you've handled yourself. Yeah. Most people would have left church for a month. She's on her post. She's on her post doing her job. I am so sick of these masks. Lord, please get this thing over. <laughs>